Welcome to the Salon Professional Podcast brought to you by Evolve Salon Systems. If you are in the professional salon industry, this podcast was created for you. We are going to talk about everything from trending topics, motivation, business savvy, and bring you incredible guests along the way. If you love what you're hearing, please hit that subscribe button and definitely leave us a review. Thanks so much for tuning in. Welcome to the Salon Professional Podcast. I am joined by one of my favorites. I, do I say that all the time? No, I don't. <laughs> Trey Gillen, <laughs> Artistic Director from Sashawan. Thank you so much for joining me today, Trey. This is a treat because you have so much to share. So Thanks. tell us a little bit about who you are, and then I'm going to brag about you for a second. Well, thanks for having me, Lisa. I'm really excited to be talking with you today about our trends coming up. But, um, you know, I've been the artistic director for Sashawan Education for about two and a half years now, but I've been using Sashawan for 10 years. I was probably one of the first people in North America um, to find the product. And I didn't realize it when I found it. And 10 years later, here I am. And it's, I was just telling my boss yesterday, he's a senior vice president at a oil and gas company. And he also opened a a million dollar salon last week. And so I was, he was telling me he has all these public papers that he has to turn in right now. And I said, well, imagine if that $160, 160 page report, they took your computer away and you had to write it all with a pencil. I was like, that's how it would (laughs) feel if you took Sasha Juan away from me. I just can't do, I can't do my job the way that I do my job without Sasha Wan. And that's, that's just how it is. Obsession. So tell me what, so it obviously wasn't a big name in the States at that time. What, how did you find it and what attracted you to this brand? It's a really cool story. So my friend, Aaron Anderson owned a salon in New York city. I had just moved from New York city after 22 years of living there and working for Garen at, uh, in the Henry Bindle shopping department store. And, um, I had an agent. I was signed under Judy Casey. I was doing covers of glamor. I was doing 10 page. My, uh, as an apprentice, my first big gig was a 10 page spread in Italian Vogue. And then the very next week I did a 10 page spread in GQ magazine. And I had never groomed men on set before. So I left all that. completely a fake it till you make it. And the reason I got signed is I was so quiet on set because I was so nervous and someone noticed that I just put my head down and worked and I didn't cause drama and I wasn't loud and obnoxious. And so the agents liked me and they kept hiring me. And then the next thing you know, I'll get a 10 page bread in GQ magazine, but I gave all that. That's incredible. I got, uh, I, I came through Houston, um, on a movie set for two weeks and I just noticed everyone was terrified of their hairdresser in the city. And I was like, Hmm, if I did great consultations and built trust under promised and over delivered, this might be a place I could retire and like have the rest of my career. So I gave it six months. Wait, I have to back you up. What do you mean? What do you mean? They were terrified of their hairdressers. They didn't want to tell them what they wanted or they just let them do their thing. Well, it's 100% a different story now. I think Houston has very talented hairdressers these days. And I think people have really jumped on the bandwagon just in general of continued education. But there was a couple of like um, iconic hairdressers that passed through here and they trained a couple of um, 
hairstylists. And then those hairstylists were like, well, since I was trained by so-and-so, I don't need any more education and I'm amazing. And so people oh. would just go in and they would get stuck in a century or a decade. And most wow. people were seeing stuff on the magazines. This is, this was a almost 11 years ago now when I moved here. And I remember like everyone's hair looked like it was from the nineties and it was, you know, 2010. Yeah. And so right. now there's a longer energy and there's a, a focus on education and keeping up with the trends and especially with color because you know we have that texas blonde but now it's now it's global that icy white blonde and even grayish color so we've been doing that for a while in fact when i moved here i had to relearn how to do blondes i had to relearn how to blow out volume like i didn't do that in new york wow that's so fun so you now as the artistic director of sasha Wan, do you still take education classes in December, I had five education classes I attended. Some of them I were love PK. that. So I love it. Yeah, no, I love it. That's what I want people to hear that because I feel like the artists of, you know, big caliber artists, it's so important to stay educated, right? I, it inspires me. I get, um, I can feel, especially in a pandemic, we can all feel drained. And right. when I felt that, I was just kind of thinking, what can I do to get inspired and motivated? And there were two things I did. Um, I, I was like, I'm going to take online classes. I'm going to attend classes if I can. I'm going to talk to my distributors and see what they're offering. And the other thing I did was I was like, hmm, every model, every photographer, every makeup artist is not working right now. Let me start doing photo shoots. And this 2020, I, I have just tried to do two or three photo shoots a month for inspiration. Wow. And I love it's, that. It's been amazing. Like, I can't tell you, like my best friends are the models that I've been working with now. Like we mm -hmm. literally, my, my model that I use for Sasha Wan, we probably see each other every week, if not every other week doing work together. I love it. So what a great way, you know, when people are feeling like, uh, what am I supposed to do? Business is down. I'm freaking out. Like I'm not in a good headspace. I love that you took that and are like, okay, I'm going to do these other things to stay creatively fueled. I've never, been, right I've never been exactly. And I've done some Insta lives for Sasha one and I've done a zoom for um, evolve last a couple weeks ago, which I thought was crazy yeah. successful and exciting. And, you know, it's also good to get those nerves in there. Like when I teach, I kind of work myself up because I want to feel overprepared. And that mm -hmm. really about the two weeks prior before the class. So it's nice to have those nerves when we're sitting here kind of feeling numb and a little bored. Um, the nerves kind of get me through the week and gives me something to focus on. And also, I was never a stand behind the chair only hairdresser. From my apprenticeship, I was working at photo shoots and doing people on location and stuff for the salon. So when I moved down here, I thought it was really important to continue that. And so over the years, um, it's been hard because there's not that many great photographers that I can rely on to give me pictures and stuff. Mm -hmm. in New York City. But during this pandemic, I just turned to my roots and I was like, I'm going to make sure that I'm doing stuff that inspires me. And that would be more than just behind the chair because a lot of our clients were scared and sitting at home. I still have about, I would say a third of my clients have not come back from the pandemic. In fact, I had a lady that got a, a pixie cut once a month and she keeps texting me saying like, you can't even imagine how crazy my hair is right now. I mean, she hasn't oh got my God. Hair. Yeah. Wow. So, so we're going to, I definitely want to talk about what you're doing behind the chair. Um, and we're going to get into 2021 trends, but I want to talk about how you got 
into Saskatchewan because again, it wasn't a huge brand yeah. in the States. How did you find it? So my friend, Aaron Anderson had a salon in New York. I had just moved here and I was guesting at their salon and everyone who's tried to work at two salons, you will understand how difficult this was. I was flying from Houston to New York every nine weeks. I worked Sunday oh. and Monday in the salon and then I would also go back for fashion weeks. And I did that for seven years. And wow. they, they had Sasha Wan. They were only carrying stuff that no one else was carrying. So they had some weird makeup mm -hmm. lines. They had some skincare stuff. And um, I just really gravitated towards Sasha Wan in the salon. They had a couple of other lines in there, but nothing I really liked or nothing I really right. And when I opened my two salons down here a year later, uh, I kind of contacted Sasha and the CEO of the time. And I said, Hey, could I possibly get Sasha Wan for my salon in Houston, Texas? And they were like, we'll make you the North American flagship store. And at the time I was like, wow, wow that's so cool. But now I understand, like I was probably the other than Fred Siegel in LA, Woodley and Bunny, mm -hmm. I might've been the third salon to actually pick it up. I didn't know that. Wow. back then. And so it's, what do you love about it? Like, what, what is it that you loved about it so much? You had to like it's, seek it out. Like you probably had sales reps banging on your door, trying to put brands in and you're like going out of your way to get this brand in your salon. So why? So many people came in because they're like, well, we see you carry the Swedish line. And so we just thought our, our products would be a better fit for you. And I was like, okay. <laughs> um, what don't I love about it? But I will tell you, it's not complicated. I don't like to feel like I'm, stuck with a product. So if it, if something okay. gets too sticky or gummy or like it doesn't, it really, it does what it says on the bottle. So if it says root lift, I get root lift. Oh my God. Amazing. Genius idea, right? <laughs> that it should actually do what it says it does on the bottle. Imagine if you picked up a cleaning product to clean your oven off or your stove. And then when you right. did all that scrubbing, it was still dirty. Like, would you ever use that right. product again? Right. So this, is what Sasha, this was, what Sasha Wan was for me, the mousse gave me body, the root lift gave me structure. And that's the two products that I started with. And then ocean mist is our hero product. It wins every award. Right. But yeah, ocean mist, I would use differently than um, other people. I think would I use it like a wet hairspray at the end? Yes. You can use it as a root lift on wet hair and blow dry it in. Yes. You can put it on wet hair and blow dry texture into the hair. But I love to right before I curl the hair, I hold it about an arm's distance away and just mist it in the hair, like a damp hairspray, like a, a pump hairspray from the nineties. And then when I do mm -hmm. that curl, that memory and that texture in the ocean mist just really locks in whatever I'm doing to it. So those so were the three just, products. Loved, yeah. So you loved the products. You couldn't have really fallen in love with the philosophy of the company at that point, because you probably didn't really know it, but you're like, these yeah. are the best products I've ever used. And you obviously probably used a little bit of everything being that you're backstage, you're in salon, you're at photo shoots, your hands are in everything. And you're like, no, this is it. Like, I don't want to touch anything else. Um, Lisa, I worked for three major hair brands and I did fashion week. <laughs> I, 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 um, I launched products at fashion week for them. I was one of two hairdressers that launched new products for them. And these are major global mm -hmm. brands. And in my salon, sure. I felt like I was a hustler. I was like in, <laughs> in, in the, on, on, on TV and stuff, I would talk about these brands, but in my salon, I was pushing Sasha Wan to everyone. And I didn't even carry the other brands towards the end. Right. You're like, this is it. So how, so, so then you've got the 
and you love it. Why would a salon, there's so many brands outside of the great product performance. What, why do people fall in love with Sashawan and how does the company support the salon? Well, let me say this, you know, in Texas, for sure, I feel like it's a follow the leader. And, you know, I've never been a follow the leader. I've always been a dance by my own beat kind of guy. And I didn't want when I was opening my salon, I was like, I don't want a brand that everyone's already carrying. I want something that people are going to find me for. And I want something that's specific to me that speaks what I speak. And Sasha Wan was that for me. And what I liked about it is it's, it's a little bit exclusive. It's inclusive, but it's exclusive in a way that when you're, when you, when you take on Sasha Wan, you, you end up being paired with like Netta Porter and um, mm-hmm. at the time it was in Barney's before Barney's closed. And it was just an amazing time for me. And then I got Sasha invited me to New York city for this little event. And I remember a funny story. I haven't ever told anybody this, but um, the CEO and Sasha were like, so what do you think of um, the products and stuff? And there's like normal hair shampoo. And then at the time it was just called conditioner. And I was like, well, honestly, Americans want like labels. They want to know if it's for color, if it's for this or this, I was like normal hair shampoo, like no Americans ever going to buy that. I didn't know the philosophy that they were trying to make a statement, like don't overcomplicate it. Like this is for normal hair, like men's hair, kids hair and uncolored hair, you know? And um, I I was giving them feedback from a totally naive American perspective. (laughs) They're like, thank you for the feedback. We're going to do none of those things. (laughs) So we love the simplicity right the simplicity and i love the feeling i get with it it's the feeling yes and it's got a natural feel to it like i don't feel like it puts too much slip in the hair but it gives you just enough slip you know and it doesn't put too much shine in the hair it gives you a natural shine and even when i'm doing videos and stuff like afterwards i look back at the videos that i'm posting and i'm like wow the shine is just so natural and looks like healthy hair you know and also the feedback from my clients like um, I just haven't ever had anybody come back being like, Oh my God, I have to have that shampoo again until I found Sasha Wan because shampoos can be heavy. Shampoos can be full of things that coat the hair to manipulate the hair, to feel slippery and silky, you know, but that's artificial right. quote unquote artificial where Sasha Wan really does repair the hair from inside out. And then we have these, you know, um, deep sea algaes that have a resurfacing effect on the hair really do seal down the cuticle, smooth the hair, promote shine, promote healthy hair. Just like healthy, beautiful hair. I love it. So we're going to talk about the 2021 hair trends. We're going to talk about now and we're going to talk about fall, winter, and then we are going to wrap up with a fun giveaway, which is going to be really exciting. And um, some of your favorite products and things like that. So I'm really um, excited to talk about, um, Oh, actually, and we don't want to forget before, after we talk about trends, I would love for you to share you're behind the chair 30 hours a week. And you just told me a third of your clients are still not coming in. And I want to talk about how you keep building your book, because this is really important. It's you're doing it the same way every hairdresser, you know, that should be doing it. Right. So this is, um, you're going to talk to the hairdresser as a behind the hair, behind the chair hairstylist. So you guys are going to want to hear this. So let's talk 2021. I want to talk color and this heatless texture you were telling me about, which is really exciting. So I'm going to let you take it away and talk to me about what we're seeing now and then what we can look forward to in fall, winter. Well, a funny thing about chestnut colored brown is what it is. What is it? Like I remember all through the 
um, 2000s, like people would mm-hmm. say chestnut. And I was like, no, you don't really want chestnut because that has a red tone to it. People didn't know what chestnut was and they just thought it was a buzzword. But chestnut brown has really come in. And it's almost like cinnamon and brown having a love child. You know, it's such a beautiful <laughs> color. It's so pretty. It's not auburn. And if it were a relative of Auburn, it would be like the chocolate brown version of Auburn, you know? And so I just find it has so many multi-dimensions in it. And that's, that's my favorite color at the moment. Anything chestnut brown is what what I'm all about or on the cinnamon spectrum of reds, you know, like. So this is where you're taking your brunette clients. Like right now your brunette clients, this is where you're taking them. For sure. And a good tip um, that I always teach every apprentice and a lot of people stop and watch me in the salons when I'm doing color because I don't foil my lowlights. I might foil my highlights and I might do my balayage (laughs) and stuff. But to put in chestnut brown on someone who's not sure about it, what I'll do is I'll get my balayage paddle and I'll paint it in as a low light. And that way, instead of having to do foils in 30 minutes, I can do a whole head of low lights just paddled through on a diagonal so it blends better. I, t- I split the head into four quadrants and I do d- deep diagonals and I'll do like four in each quadrant of a, a level or two darker low light of chestnut brown. And I can get that done in literally 10 minutes instead of foiling it, which would take me 20 to 30 minutes. So you can almost add this on if somebody's, you know, you're having your consultation. It's an add-on. It's completely an add-on. And I basically just charge what I charge for a toner because for, for that many paddle through low lights, depending on how long their hair is, you're not mixing more than what you would mix in color as a toner. So I just charge it like a toner. So it doesn't break their bank, but yet it pads mine a little bit more. Absolutely. Then you're talking like, this is what's trending right now. We're seeing this beautiful chestnut color. And then I love how you talked about it, you know, um, with the cinnamon and people get excited for it and they're like, yes, do it. Mm -hmm. And then the next time they probably want more, right. Once they start falling in love with that. That's so funny because I'm, you're reading my mind. Cause I was going to say, I always say like, Oh no, let's not do it this time. Let's just plant that mustard seed and watch it grow. And next time you come in and then by the time I mix the color, they're like, yeah, let's do those low lights. You know, you can talk about it without talking about it sort of way. You know, it's like, Hey, I just had a great idea for you. And this is also, I really don't, I'm my aesthetic is classic, beautiful hair. How do you do classic, beautiful hair and be trendy? And some of the trends don't really go with that, you know, like purple, green hair, that's not classic. And, um, so I have, so I have to find ways to bring in trends that work with my clientele and a way to do that is by bringing in the trends that are more naturally driven or like if you're getting curtain bangs are a great trend because it just opens up the face and it's pretty. It makes the haircut last longer now and everybody's in a pandemic. So they're not coming in as often for their haircuts. So right. I talked to my clients and went like, Hey, we're not going to make you trendy. We're going to make you on trend. And we pick, we pick one Ooh. part of the trend to bring in. So whether that would be chestnut lowlights or a whole head of single process chestnut, that's a trend that my clients can easily do, you know? So you're taking the trends and you're making them um, very wearable in a classic way. Yeah. And I don't, I used to feel embarrassed because um, I was like, oh, my hair's just like, you know, it's pretty, my Instagram's pretty, but it's not edgy, but you know what? I also have to pay my rent, you know? So Sometimes edgy doesn't pay the bills. It's fun for a photo shoot. But when you have a woman that comes in every five weeks for a root touch up, it doesn't have to be edgy. It just has to cover gray. 
It also sounds like you just kind of like, this is the hair you love to do. It's your passion. So you just kind of stay in your lane. And there's probably someone in your salon that does this really edgy, vivid colors and things. And you're like, that's your person. This is, this is what I do. Right. So you kind of just stay in your lane with what you love. And you know what? You got to soar with your strengths and your passion too. And Mm -hmm. although I love it when someone comes in and wants a mullet shag haircut, I mean, I love (laughs) to do that, but that's not for everyone. So if you're trying to have a, uh, you know, a full book. Basically, I just listen to every customer in their consultation. I read between the lines, I get inside their head and I figure out what is what they're gonna walk out of here loving. And that's what I try to put on their head. You know, that's simple, but again, what we you know, what you should be doing, right? And that's why they're coming back. Not everybody can have long layers with that barrel roll brush out, you know, not everybody can have that. It, some people, their hair just won't grow that long. And, and you have to work. And what I love about, um, my feedback from my page is people say it's so diverse. Like there's people of all, um, hair textures, people of all hair lengths, you know, men, women, Mm -hmm. children, I'm a family hairdresser. I tell everybody I'll start with the wife and then they'll bring me their kids from a disaster kid cut. And then the dad will be like, well, my, my son, my four-year-old son has a better haircut than me. And I end up doing the dad. And then I do the whole family and I love it. I love it. <clears throat> Multi-generational. I love it. So we're seeing a lot of, so you're taking the trend of the chestnut Brown and really bringing it to that classic look for, cause your guests are very classic. Most of your guests. Nice. Very classic. So you're really, yes, yeah, so you're bringing it to them. And I love that. What other trends are you seeing for blondes right now? Well, mushroom blonde is my favorite color. And it was actually really okay. hard for me to figure out how to do it with the color line I, I was using. And I had to do a lot of research and looked on Instagram for inspiration and seeing who was posting their formulas. But um, yeah, a lot of my clients are going into that ashy mushroom um, blonde. Okay which is kind of like a brown blonde, you know, and I really love that color. It's so smoky, you know? Um, and that's kind of, even if I'm doing like a bright Texas blonde, I might do that trend on their root shadow so that they still have that trend, but it might just be in the root shadow and their ends go platinum because that's what some Texas girls like, but we just came out with a scalp scrub at Sasha one. And I wanted to mention it. It's a sugar based scrub that has all of the amazing properties that work on rosacea, eczema, psoriasis, and dandruff. And it's really great for thick haired clients that can't get down into their roots to really scrub their scalp. So these little sugar granules dissolve as you scrub. So it it only stays like scrubby for about the first 20 seconds. And then it turns into this really nice creamy um, substance on your roots but it's a great post color service because for those people who have sensitive scalps and they're like oh my 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 scalp itches for like three days after i get color this really does get that off of the scalp and i've been using it at the back bar as like a post service it doesn't pull the color out not at all it's a sugar not a salt so Uh, it's not as aggressive on the hair and um, you have a treatment for after color that's gonna give um relief to the scalp with that sugar but it's not going to disrupt the color. Yeah. And it's really uh, amazing. It's called amazing. Oh, it's called a pillow. It's called amazing. (laughs) No, it's called the scalp scrub. We just, so we're extending our scalp line. We have a scalp shampoo, a scalp treatment and a scalp Mm -hmm. conditioner. And now we have a scalp scrub and the scrub is to just exfoliate a little bit better for people who have dandruff, but it also provides all of the, 
amazing Szechuan technology for psoriasis and eczema and redness around the hairline, all that. But now we we can use it as a post-color service to kind of make sure all that color gets off the hair and the scalp without affecting the actual color that you put on to the hair. So a great post-color treatment for anybody, like could be for anyone, but it's specifically for people that have scalp issues and that itch. And oh my gosh, I love that. And can you use that as a body scrub? You can use it all over your body. In fact, I don't have hair on my head, so I use it on my <laughs> arms. I use I it on you. my face. And actually, my friend is an esthetician, and I gave it to her, and she's actually used it in some facials. It's very gentle. You do feel the granules. Nice. But like I said, they start dissolving when added to water, and they turn into this nice, creamy substance. And if you have eczema or psoriasis on your elbows or anywhere, you can use this to yeah. help kind of combat that and treat it. You just painted a picture where I'm like, I need to get that. So that's amazing. That's great to add into your color arsenal. So we're seeing, so you're talking about in terms of blonding, we're seeing that mushroom blonde. And if someone doesn't want to wear that throughout their hair, it's great at, at the root. So that's all. I love that you just heard that. And you played around, you played around with different tones. You have to kind of dig into your own color line and play around with tones and things to get that perfect color. Um, what else are we seeing that we're going to get into for summer, you know, summer transitioning into fall with color? What are we um, seeing that's going to happen? Cause I think with vaccines and things, more people are going to feel more comfortable mm-hmm. going into the salons. So what are people going to be ready for? Well, you know, I think there's right, right now, currently, I feel like a lot of people are doing dimensional color that don't want to mm-hmm. be so committed to coming into the salon so often. So I feel like come summer, let's say, june because may may usually it's it usually starts in may when people are like oh my god i'm about to go on summer vacation i want to be bright blonde i feel like we're going to hit some really bright blondes this summer because people are going to be out Mm -hmm. about they're going to want to look their best they're going to want to feel their best and Mm -hmm. i feel like the low lights are going to come out of their hair and everyone's going to want to be as blonde as they have been in the past so have your toner formulas ready Toner formulas (laughs) and get those foils ready get your balayage ready get it all ready um, I think that's I love it. and then again, I don't think we're going to lose that heatless texture. So I have a lot of clients who don't, who are just air drying their hair and in the salon, that means they're not buying styling products as much as they're buying shampoo and conditioners and maybe like leave in conditioners. So you have to target what can they use to air dry their hair that will help with frizz, help with the texture being pretty. So you might be selling more of your oils and your finishing serums and things like that. And your style. And for Sasha one, I love to sell the styling cream. It says on the bottle straight or curly. So when clients pick it up, they know that it works for both hair textures, but I sell a lot of styling cream right now and I sell a lot of like intensive hair oil and shine serum because most of my clients are air drying their hair. And that I don't think is going to go away because women have realized this saves me 30 minutes in the morning. Right. And they're going to have their days. They want to have the blow and the days they want to do the heatless texture. Tell me how you're telling, how are they using it? How are they using these products? How are you sending them home? But another great thing about it, Lisa, is when they go into their zoom calls, I, I, I drive it home by saying like, oh, and right before your Zoom call, take a little dime size and pull, scrunch it through your ends so that your ends look polished and pretty and shiny for your Zoom call. So it doesn't look like you've been working in your house in a ponytail all day. Or if you have a ponytail, just slick it down, slick down those little baby hairs that are flying out because you just tuck them behind your ears while you're working. But if you take the style cream or if you take um, intensive hair oil or shine serum, 
it can really polish up a look really quick before a Zoom call. And that's how they're using it. But also when you get out of the shower, just put your, your serums and your oils in your hair and scrunch it and go. And um, if you need a little bit more control later is when I tell them to put the style cream in. Like use that kind of as a finishing product to pull those ends and pull those curls together. And I love that you're having these conversations. That's why you're still selling product, right? So like their mindset is, I don't need styling products so I'm air drying. And you're like, oh, no, no. Let's talk about how you're going to have a beautiful air dried style, right? Exactly. And not look like yeah. you put no effort into this look today, right? Yeah. And then you say stuff when you're cutting their hair, like, oh, the feedback I get from my haircuts is that they, they work, they work great, either air dried or blow dried. So no matter what you're doing, um, this haircut's going to be great for you. So you're kind of selling yourself, you're selling your, your craft, right. and you're supporting it with products. Cause again, we're only as good as the tools that we use. And Sasha Wan is how I do hair. So I've got to get my clients on my regimen for their hair or else their hair is not going to be as successful as I need it to be. And then they won't love me as much as the next hairdresser. You've got to stand out. They're right? still going to love you. Come on. The personality, <laughs> come on. They're still going to love you. Are you crazy? So what are we, what are you seeing for haircuts um, in the fall winter? So when we um, can resume a little bit more of normal life and spend more time in salons, right? I and doing, come more frequently. I am really pushing the blunt bob right now. I love the blunt okay. bob. I've always loved cutting bobs. Keep it simple. Keep it lifestyle friendly. Sometimes the more, the more layers you put in a shorter haircut, the more work that the woman has to do to make sure the layers look good. Right. So if you can give mm -hmm. them a swing bob, I mean, it's so easy for them. And then I show them that this looks super cute tucked behind the ears too. So if you don't want to get up and make it look great for a zoom meeting, just tuck it behind your ears. And it's, it looks so sweet that way. And I think it really softens a woman's features when they, when both, both sides of their hair are tucked behind their ears. It kind of brings them back mm -hmm. to like a more girly, girlish feel right and um yeah I, I really sell that point with with the swing bob because some women are scared to go back to this angular cut but hey we're not doing anything with our hair so one way to put graphic and style into a haircut is to put like a blunt line somewhere right and then you see that yeah. shape so uh, a swing bob is a great way to give you some style and sophistication without like really doing much to the haircut and are you going to be teaching these kinds of classes with Sasha Wan or talk to me? What so, are we bringing? Yes. In North America, we'll probably eventually add some haircutting classes right now. We're only okay. thinking about styling, but, um, uh, you okay. know, we, our education just rolled out last year. I was brought on to create it. Right. So 2020 was supposed mm -hmm. to be a big year of launching education. So ta -da. <laughs> and then we're really gearing up for some, um, zoom meet zoom classes that um distributors can um you know tell Offer. people about yeah. we also are going to do a couple of instagram lives and things like that so Wonderful. and then maybe towards the fourth quarter of the year we'll be back in salon or maybe even at the end of the third quarter it just depends like yeah. i know texas acts like there's no pandemic half the time but then you go to california and they're like wait we just got into the salon last week you know Right. Right. Yeah. We're I, everywhere is acting differently. So I totally get that. I think, um, the styling classes are so important because we're like, like 
you know, when you see people now, you see them on Instagram, like I did my hair today and I feel fabulous. Right. Cause they're not used to doing it as much. So I think styling is going to become so important and you're going to spend more time as a hairdresser styling hair and giving those styling lessons. So this is a great time to take those classes, especially from Sasha Wan, where your styling classes are bananas. They're so good. So right. be amazing and show them what you can do and get them excited. Right. I just literally did on that evolve event the luxury brand event. Um, it. I had like, oh. I had four minutes left and I did an up a half up do, which was super cute in four minutes with literally three rubber bands and two bobby pins. And I do yes. that on my clients all the time because when they walk out, it gives them one more way to wear their hair. And let's face it. Most women pull their hair back at some point during the day, right? Nobody mm -hmm. wants their hair right. the way you walk out the salon 24 seven. So if you can show them a quick half up and not even use that much hardware to do it and, and just put their hair up real quick. I have one lady, every time she comes in now, she's like, can you do that little half up thing? And she loves it. It gives her I one more it. way to wear her hair. I really believe you should start an Instagram um, weekly. What Trey can do in four minutes. Keep oh it clean, God. Trey. We're going <laughs> to keep it clean. <laughs> I'll, I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> Here's Trey eating lunch in four minutes. When you, when you've got four <laughs> minutes in your schedule to eat lunch, here's how you do it. <laughs> Hashtag truth. Truth. I uh, look, just drink it. Oh my God. That's amazing. So I want to wrap up with you are behind the chair. You're behind the chair 30 hours a week. You've a third of your clients are not coming in right now because of the pandemic. They're the only people in Texas that think there's not a pandemic. No, I'm just kidding. I'm totally joking. Texas, <laughs> Don't come after me. Totally kidding. Totally kidding. Um, no, but in all seriousness, like how are you still having your, a paycheck, right? That's not cut by a third. So uh, the owners of the salon just a couple of days ago went over our numbers from 2020. And I actually, of the entire 20 people, 20 hairdressers salon, um, I was in the top three and I only work part-time and everyone else works mm -hmm. a full-time to 50, 40 to 50 hours a week. The way I do that is I'm very active and my clients always say like, Oh, it's so awesome. I look on your story. It pops up and it says like available tomorrow, last minute, a four o'clock haircut. Unfortunately mm -hmm. in this pandemic, a lot of people cancel last minute and they don't have any reserves about that. And I do have a 50%, right. um, you know, 24 hour cancellation charge and they still do it anyway. But I don't like to be at the salon if I'm not booked because I'm not making money if I'm, if nobody's in my chair and I can generally get my, my day filled back up with just an Instagram post. And I have like on my speed dial about five clients that I know would, will always want to come in. So I'll send out a mass text to them be like, first come priority, whoever texts first gets it. And then the other thing I do is I go to the front desk. They're not only thinking about your books. I know we all think that everybody's thinking about us, but they're not. They're thinking about <laughs> getting off at five o'clock, what they're going to do with their boyfriend, what they got to do after work and go grocery shopping or whatever. So I'll be like, Hey, my three o'clock tomorrow just canceled. If you have an opportunity to help me fill that, I would so appreciate it. And it just kind of puts it in their mind. Like, Oh, tomorrow we have it's like no a time. challenge, right? It's yeah. like a challenge. You're like, it's like challenge accepted. Like it's like yeah. a game. It's fun. Right. And then I bribe them with some Starbucks or, or a blueberry muffin or something. You know, I'll give them that if they get it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like, you just have to be really active. Treats will and, be know, given. 
And again, talking to your clients about planting mustard seeds, like the chestnut thing, like if they didn't do it this time, I guarantee you they're going to go home. If you've, if you've nailed it on the head and you really know your client, the next time they come in, they're going to be like, Hey, remember you said that chestnut thing, let's do that. Or whatever you're talking about. Um, Mm -hmm. and by planting those ideas in people's head, you can also, um, build insurance that your books are going to be full. So what I do in Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving clients are January clients, Christmas clients are February clients. Cause that's when they come back for their color. Right. But most of the time people forget to talk about it and say pre-book. So what I do is in October or September, I start talking about what we're going to change in 2021 or the next year. And then I'm like, January's the month we're doing all those changes. So my January is typically busy because I've planted Mm -hmm. all these seeds of change for all these people, fun ideas for them. And so I'm like, yeah, we're going to do it right for new year's or right after the new year. And you kind of help your clients see the vision that you have for them. And then they want to get on board and book to do it. And the only way you can stay excited and plant these seeds is if you yourself are seeking it out. If you're getting educated, if you're taking the classes, it's so funny. I was thinking today, I was like, I've got to get on and do a live about some fun 2021 social media trends. And I was like, not feeling inspired. I go, I need to find my inspiration. So I went into my favorite people that I watch and was grabbing stuff. And I'm so excited. I was like, then I felt invigorated to do it. So it's like, you have to do the same thing as a stylist. You've got to keep yourself excited. And maybe it's heading over to Trey's Instagram page or Sasha Wands or, you know, just finding some inspiration, getting on a class. When you take that styling class, like get on there and talk about it and what type of hair it's for. And you can't wait to, you know, let them experience this. And I know no one's leaving your chair without product. I I have a feeling that people are just not leaving your chair without product. Yeah. I think my average is on a new client. I put, so, you know, the thing, if you put three up, they'll buy one. If you put four up, they'll buy two. If you put five products, right. up, they'll buy three. The first time a client comes in, I put up shampoo, conditioner, and every product I use. And I tell them, you don't have to buy all this. I'm not pressuring you to buy this. I'm just showing you what your arsenal at home could look like and should mm-hmm. look like if you want to replicate this. But when you run out of your mousse, buy this mousse. I, I never push the cell so aggressively because I'm putting five products. And I even say, take a picture of it because you know, that's so taboo because you're worried that they're going to go buy it online. But the fact that you're confident enough to tell them to do that kind of makes them trust you more. And then Mm -hmm. they'll usually buy, if you put five products up, they'll usually buy two. And then every time they come in after that, because again, I've set it up for their success. They're like, Oh, and this time I want to get the thermal protection spray or this time, let me get that Mm -hmm. hair powder, you know? So I, and I, and I'll tell them, if, if you're going to buy one product, this is your hero product. And I pick whatever I think they need the most, like the hair repair conditioner or the mousse. So I'll show them one product they should buy. And then I'll leave the mm-hmm. other ones for their, their determination. But yeah, I really do try to sell one product to every, to every client. And, um, luckily I've been fortunate that my clients are, are into that. They're very researched. Right. They love the idea that Sashawan is, winning all the awards that they see it in magazines that they see it on net a Porter, uh, and in like really high end places like that. They love that about it. And you're obviously so passionate about the brand. So they're like, there must be some good stuff in that bottle. And I think <laughs> the time you spend styling their hair and making them look and feel beautiful. They're like, how could I not at least try this at home? And I think even if you're just ta- teaching them how to do like, 
heated, te- you know, heatless texture. They're like, okay, I, I got to grab that styling cream, right? I don't want to look bad on the days I air dry. So I love everything you're doing. And you were magnificent on the stage at our luxury event. Uh, everyone just had wonderful things to say. So um, if you do steal the idea of four minutes with Trey, I'm going to want compensation. Just yes. so you know that. <laughs> what Trey can That's do in four minutes. <laughs> I think that's going to be a fun one. And tell me your top three, if there was, these are the only three products left on earth, what they are, because guess what guys, the first three people to message me, email me, Lisa B at evolvesalonsystems.com are going to get sent these products. So tell me the top three products. I'm going to say mousse, um, okay. Leave-in conditioner because it has anti-frizz and anti-static properties and you put it in on wet hair and that's already half the battle right there. And then our new hero product, the Ocean Mist Hair Cream. It's a volumizer, texture, memory, blow-dry cream. You put it in on wet hair, you literally will use just the end of your finger of amount of cream and put it through and literally it makes the blow dry just amazing and easy and last it's perfect it's perfect if you're going to curl the hair afterwards because you already get that memory in from the beginning so yeah mousse is my favorite prep product and i use about on on like a shoulder length i would use like a tennis ball to a grapefruit size amount of mousse of sasha Wan mousse because you know no two mousses are created equally so mousse (laughs) about a tennis ball on shoulder length hair spray in the leave-in conditioner for detangling and anti-frizz and static and then put in your um the hair cream. Ooh, I love that. So we'll see who the lucky winners are. I can't thank you enough for sharing all of your great knowledge and expertise. I love how you took um, edgy and talked about edgy trends and brought them to the more classic look, which is most clients, right? So it's so important to be able to do that. Um, Thank you so much, Trey. This was wonderful. And anyone that's interested in Sashawan products, reach out to us, your sales consultant, um, and we will... um, you know, be happy to share these incredible products with all of you. Thank you so much, Trey. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This has been a lot of fun. It was so much fun and I can't wait to see you. Be sure to tag me in your first four minute video. Okay. The the challenge (laughs) is accepted. (laughs) Thank you so much, Trey. Have a great day. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast today. We hope you loved it as much as we enjoyed creating it for you. If you did, please take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your social channels. Share this podcast with your industry friends. And don't forget to leave us a review. If you have ideas for upcoming episodes that you'd like us to cover, or if you would like to be a guest on our podcast, email us at socialmedia.com at EvolveSalonSystems.com. We look forward to hearing from you and we love bringing you great content for our incredible industry.